previously on the Loyal Littles podcast. I would, could not make those darn uh, balloon animals either, which a lot of clowns do. Mm-hmm. So I'd go to like a festival and you'd see like a professional clown there and like me making balloons. <laughs> you could always tell which kid went to like the professional clown because he'd be walking around with the Empire State Building out of balloons. Right. Yeah. And then so kids would come up to me and be like, hey, can I get a Power Ranger? And I'm, I'm like, sure, but it's going to look like a poodle. Welcome back to the Loyal Littles Podcast. On the WTFC Podcast Network. Hey, Roxy. Hey, Chuck. Hey, hey Littles. Littles. We're good at that now. We've been rehearsing Ritz. <laughs> Speaking of Ritz, Ritz is in Israel. I know. That's so cool. I mean, how cool is that? He's got some family stuff going on over there. Yeah. Tiny Chuck is in town. Tiny Chuck is in the Big Apple. Uh, I don't know. He's sleeping in, I guess, or something today. I don't know. He's not here. <laughs> but we're going to go alone. Okay. This is yeah. a special episode, Roxy. I don't know what we're going to call this yet, but it's the, I mean, wedding day part deux, I guess, sort of, sort of. Sure. Now, full disclosure, we're recording this on Thursday, and we're not sure if it's going to get out on Thursday or not, because Chuck's got lots to do here, and I don't know if we'll edit. And as uh, just a reminder for anyone, I I was told I should remind this all the time. We don't want to talk too much about it, but we will never, our pledge to the big show is we do not drop on the same day. We know it doesn't affect their listenership in any way, shape, or form. But just out of respect, we don't drop on the same day because without them, there wouldn't be us. We all know that. And so I always wait till a day when they're not. So I think they're going to do a Friday episode this week. So we were going to do another wedding day episode. (laughs) But I'm taking the advice of many, many people from last year who said, what are you absolutely out of your mind, including a little special guest we have coming up. So you're not going to want to go too far. Now, this is going to be a kind of a different episode for us. Uh, I don't think we're going to meet any littles today. We are going to do five mediocre minutes, though, and you're not going to want to miss it. It's a special five mediocre minutes. But first, we're going to get to some of our other stuff that we normally do. Uh, we have some emails. Uh, Roxy, some of these are just funny. Lee Gordon wrote in. He, so he wrote 85%, 20%, 5%. Roxy, always giving it 110%. <laughs> How's that? Yep, that's me. <laughs> I mean, that's a good point. You do. You're always giving 110%. Absolutely. Thanks. Uh, especially with what's coming up this weekend. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> should we go into that? Should we, should we spread these around? I don't know how to do this. If Should we just get all the emails out of the way? I mean, Roxy, let's explain. You're up in Connecticut. We're not together right now. I'm still in Manhattan. She's up in Connecticut getting yeah, ready for this. Yeah, we've been apart week. for like ever, it feels like. Yeah. I mean, it's she's working. She, talk about 110%. Let's say 190% because this is like... She's been off the wall getting stuff ready. I think most of our listeners know a year ago, almost to this day, we got married. Yep. Okay. It was a big, yep. great, special day for us. But because of, you know, situations, first we had to reschedule, what, three times and with COVID and everything. Finally, Roxy had was fed up. She was like, I don't care what happens. We're doing it. So we picked a date. Actually, if I remember correctly, we talked to the venue where we were going to have our reception and the wedding. We're getting married in the same exact place. Um, it's one of those situations where... It's right outside. Then we just move inside for the reception. Yeah. So by the same place, this is the same place that we've had booked since 2019. Right. Not the same place we got actually married last oh, year. Right. Right. Well, we'll get right. there in a second. I just was yeah. saying like, so it's the same place. Now yeah. we asked them what dates are available for 2022. <laughs> that's how <laughs> this was last year. Yeah. And they were like, well, we got Memorial Day weekend. And we know that's kind of a no, no in the wedding planning world. But we were just like, OK, we're doing it. So they kind of picked our date for us. So what we did was uh, the 29th was available. So we said, okay, we'll take it. It's a Sunday this year. 
it was a Saturday last year. So Roxy was like, I don't care. We're doing it. So we got married. There was like eight people there in a tiny yeah. church. What, what was that called? Putney Chapel oh, in right. Stratford. It was in the Putney section of Stratford on the corner of Chapel Street and something else. And then years ago, they picked up the building. It's basically an old meeting house. They picked up the building and moved it to Booth Memorial Park, which is a beautiful park. My parents had their wedding photos taken there. And that's where we had our ceremony. Yeah. And it was just three of my sisters, your parents, your grandma, and your brother and sister-in-law. And that's pretty much it. And um, our little ring security. Well, of course. My nephew. Your nephew was there, of course. So, and it was wonderful. It was delightful. We had a nice dinner afterwards, just small family. So we didn't get to do the big thing. We didn't have the reception. My best, you know, Tiny Chuck wasn't there. My groomsmen weren't there. Your bridal party wasn't there. Blah, blah, blah. So. And Littles, you all know that I'm a dancer and I need to dance. A dancer's (laughs) got to dance. So we're having the reception and we're going to dance. Yeah. So that's this weekend. So we're very excited about that. That'll be on Mm -hmm. Sunday. So we're going to be a little busy. That's why we've been a little busy. That's why we're just kind of going crazy. But we wanted to get one more episode out before the big event. But why don't we knock out? No, the one thing we did make a big mistake was we did not think this through. We did not check the survivor schedule. No. We did not check the survivor (laughs) schedule. This was the biggest bummer. Okay, so I know this sounds insanely stupid, but that's Chuck. So when I get committed to something, I commit, okay, whether it's a TV show or relationship, whatever. And, you know, we were sitting here watching. I love that relationship with second. (laughs) Well, we're talking. Uh, I'm calling you out before everyone else yeah, calls know, you right? out. Okay. <laughs> so they can put their emails away. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Well, they can still send them in if they want. WTFCpodnet at gmail.com or just yep. go to our website. Just go to our website. Which is? <laughs> Loyallittlespod.com. There you go. And But you're sitting here week to week to week to week. We started this in February, I think. We're watching every week together. Yeah. And then all of a sudden, the season finale is the week you're not going to be here because you're planning the wedding. You're, you're yep. up there getting everything, not planning, but getting everything ready for the yeah. said day. Mm-hmm. So we were separated. This was terrible. We were like, do we wait? Do we wait? But you, then you run the risk of obviously finding out who won and blah, this and that. So it worked out. We watched separately, but we were yeah. kind of in tune. We were texting and stuff like that. We yeah. Wa- Can I tell you um, a little bit of kind of my thought process on how I was going to watch this? Because I forgot to record it here. I forgot to put it on the DVR here. Yeah. So we have YouTube TV. You are watching it on YouTube TV live. And my parents were downstairs watching YouTube TV. And I was afraid that if I put YouTube TV on my computer or even on my TV up here in my room, that it would somehow like screw everyone else up. So I went to Paramount Plus and watched it. I I didn't know if I could watch it live, but I found out last night you could. So I was watching it on Paramount Plus so that I wouldn't screw up the YouTube TV for anybody. Oh, wow. That's I did not know you could do that. Yeah, I put Plus. thought into it, Chuck. So, wow. Well, that's great. Be thankful. So, <laughs> so, all right. So we won't do any spoilers, just in case there are people. Because if we get this out today, you know, I don't want people writing in yeah. angry because we gave who won and all that stuff. How did you feel? I mean, did you like the ending? So it was interesting. I felt like the final tribal was very, it was the most respectful tribal I've ever seen in Absolutely. the history of all the shows that all the seasons I've watched to this point. I liked it. I liked that they were not only positive and encouraging, but also putting the three, the final three through the ringer and saying, no, like I need you to explain this because what it boiled down to was everyone's vote was up for grabs, which I think is a first in a long time. Nobody knew who they were going to vote for to win. So they asked tough questions. They pushed them and they 
I think, got the honest answers that they were looking for. Um, I think the final three, for the most part, carried themselves very well. You know, I think each of them learned some things about themselves and how they played the game that they didn't see from that perspective until that moment. And I think all three of them acknowledged that. And I think that helped keep the tribal moving and respectful. And I don't know, I found it really interesting. All right. I'm, I agree most of that, except I'm not buying that all the votes were up for grabs, but that's okay. I mean, that, and that's a total fair observation from you. Cause I, it, I don't yeah, know. I mean, maybe I, not all of them. No, no, but... I'm getting, no, I'm going, I'm just going to go there. I'm questioning Survivor now. I am. Maybe I'm reading too many chat groups. I already listened to my other podcast that I listen to that recaps everything. And I don't know. I think some of it's getting to be scripted. I do. Yeah. I, you know, Chuck, I think for you, you are so down the middle on everything and you do love to hear all sides to things. But I think in a situation like this, I think it messes up how you actually feel. Maybe. A little bit. Could be. And you, then that kind of gets a little fuzzy, I would say. Yeah. Which is fine. I mean, that's one of the things I love about you is that you do try to see every angle and you try to understand what makes people tick the way they do. And that's such a wonderful quality. But I do think, especially in a case like this where it's a reality TV show game, I think it's okay to not read everything and not listen to everything and actually just form your own thought on it. And like, just stick to it, you know, and be okay with that. And I mean, I don't know. All right. Maybe that's a little harsh on you. I'm sorry. No, no, it's okay. That's fair. It's fair. That's what this episode's all about. That's yeah. Coming in through a year of being married and like being honest with each other. But <laughs> yeah, it's way right? too much Survivor talk. So let's move on. Now, it's also the season finales for almost everything. Now, we're so far behind because of mm-hmm. being in Nashville for a week or two. and Without any internet. Yeah, without any internet. So... <laughs> We're not quite caught up on everything. Now, I did watch the finale of This Is Us. Oh, you did? I haven't yet. Yeah, I didn't think you did. I probably should have. I I needed a good cry the other day, and I probably should have watched it, but I decided not to. I'm not going to spoil anything, but should I just say the feeling? Yeah, sure. I was so so disappointed. I love the series. thought the series was great from start to finish. Sure, there's Mm -hmm. a couple filler episodes and a couple seasons here and there. Of course, every great series has those. But yeah, probably one of the most disappointing finales i gotta be honest i was i thought i was well, gonna be like, wrecked. where do you go from the second to last episode yeah that's know? true that's true but are there any this is us watchers out there littles i can't remember Let if us know. yeah i can't remember if there are or not littlespod.com yeah, right or the in. website just go to the website all right roxy time's running short already let's get out of here we'll get back to the emails in the last segment but the one thing i do want to do before we take off and take a quick break is talk about jingle fest which we're calling jingle tap Okay, we finally Mm -hmm. got some documentation on this, I guess we'll say, because we haven't gotten anything, but we did want to make sure we promote it. So Saturday, June 25th, 7 p.m. at the Holiday Inn Express at 6401 Brandon Avenue in Springfield, Virginia. That is in the 22150. It's a free event this year, Little, so no excuses not to be there. Free, absolutely free. There's no ticket sales. Free event. It is BYOB, but... There is a total wine warehouse right next door. So we're we're in good shape because Roxy and Chuck are going to be there. Sure are. We're heading down. We're making this an official announcement. We are heading down for Jingle Fest, Jingle Tap, excuse me. We're so freaking excited. It's happening. There will be other events June 24th, the day before, which is Friday. There will be Jingle Golf in the morning, afternoon, I guess. I'm assuming. Contact Shad in D.C. for all that information. I'm sure there's a a fee involved with that, but um, I'm sure you can get that all squared away with Shad. We're not sure if we're going to be able to do that yet. It's going to depend on my schedule about when we can actually get down there. 
with work and everything. And the night before that evening, Friday, June 24th, there will be a quote gathering. That's TB determined. That's TBD. You know, I think they just call it Mingle Fest, which is Mm -hmm. the night before. Mm-hmm. But that's always going to be a good time. I don't know if it's going to be at the hotel. It might be at another bar restaurant. We're not sure. We'll definitely get that information to you. However, the most important part, if you need reservations and you want to stay at the Holiday Inn Express at 6401 Brandon Ave in Springfield, Virginia, call 1-800-HOLIDAY and use the code. Now, here's the thing, Roxy. I don't get this code. It's capital K-O-N, all capitals, K-O-N. And it says just use the code to make your reservations. I guess there's some discount of some sort. I don't know what the price is or anything like that. K-O-N. What does that stand for? Maybe you can't just pick your own letters. So anyway, that's the code. K-O-N for the Holiday Inn Express. Book your rooms now. Get there any way you can. It's going to be a good time for sure. We do have confirmation that the Great Zucchini will be there. So we're very excited about that. All right, Roxy, let's get out of here. We have a fun time coming up. We're going to do five mediocre minutes. We're just going to tell you right now, it's a lot longer than five minutes. So I, I don't, we should stop calling it five mediocre minutes because this is fantastic. A good Lots friend, of mediocre minutes. I mean, a good friend of the podcast wanted to come back and he wrote in and for this special episode because he was on about a year ago and he yep. was on our wedding week episode and he thought we were crazy then probably thinks we're still crazy now, but we'll be right back with five mediocre minutes. The Loyal Littles Podcast, in your ear, on the WTFC Podcast Network. Here's Chuck and Roxy. episode by Brian P. Matheny, and this song is called Since You're Leaving. Now, if you like what you hear, you can find him everywhere. SoundCloud, YouTube, Facebook, Twitter, Spotify. If you want to reach out to Brian, his email is brpma1969 at gmail.com. You can also find him on Twitter at phil underscore ossifer. That's P-H-I-L underscore O-S-I-F-E-R. I see what you did there. So give him a follow over there on Twitter. And as always, we'll play the full song since you're leaving at the end of the podcast. Are you ready for a treat? I'm ready. All right. So we're bringing back five mediocre minutes for this special episode. We we got this email right before we were coming on air. And uh, I don't know. Are you scared, Roxy? I'm excited. I actually think we're going to do great. It's going to be fun. (laughs) Absolutely. All you loyal listeners, please welcome back to the podcast, Mr. Bill Isaacson. Hey, Bill. How's it going? I'm doing fine. And I'm happy to be here. It's been about a year uh, since I last spoke to you. 
And I really enjoyed it then because it was, I was really stunned when I found out it was the week that, of your wedding. Yes. <laughs> you were a few days away from getting married and I could not believe that with all the stuff that goes on before a wedding, you were saying, hey, let's record a podcast. Highly enjoyed that and highly amused by it, and so it's stuck in my brain since. All right, I would just like to throw out there that we I had permission. That's I was very clear with that. She cleared it. And, oh, this is the other thing is I think it's funny that you think I had anything to do with the planning for that wedding. I mean, that's – so I had I needed something to do, Bill. So I was like, yeah, let's do a podcast. I'm impressed yeah. you've married about a year and you've learned the word permission. <laughs> <laughs> So, yeah, I really lucked out, didn't I? <laughs> <laughs> right. So this is going to be interesting. Okay, so we reached out to him saying, hey, we'd love to have you back on for five mediocre minutes. And you were like, well, it's been about a year since you've been married, so I'd like to do something special. Now, you didn't tell us what this was until literally um, – we're not lying. I know sometimes podcast listeners might think, oh, this is a setup. I swear to you, we could show you the timestamp on the emails. You sent us an email about an hour, hour and a half ago tops. And the directions were something like – Fill these out. Do not discuss with, for me, it was do not discuss with Roxy. So we did that. <laughs> now, full disclosure, I gave her a wake-up call because we're doing this semi-early in the morning. And just to make sure she was up and ready to go. And what did I say to you, Roxy? Um, you don't want to look like a fool. I said, we don't want to look like a fool. Are you sure you don't want to discuss at least one or two of these? <laughs> and I said, absolutely not. <laughs> she said, absolutely not. So this is legit. Bill, why don't you explain? This is your thing. Go ahead. I'm glad we've established in advance who's the rule breaker and who is not. <laughs> I'm a rule follower. That's that's. What oh, I that's from day for. one. Right. So I thought it would be good after a year if you answered some standard questions, which you can just get online by Googling it, questions from the newlywed game. But to add to that, so my wife and I just celebrated our 30th wedding anniversary. Oh, oh congratulations. Wow, congratulations. There are six questions here and a possible... 16 possible points and we took it and so after 30 years we got eight out of 16. oh wow so this is your marker whether in a in a year you can beat eight points okay and it also means it means if we married another 30 years maybe we'll get closer to 16. Right. okay <laughs> now <laughs> I, i'm just gonna throw before you even start i i'm feeling pretty confident about this are you roxy um i am about some of them and then others i'm like We'll have to see. Okay. Well, I need some clarification on some of these, but we'll do that question by question. Now, Bill, in your mm -hmm. defense, I am going to say, I mean, a couple of these questions are about the wedding specific. So, I mean, yeah. in your defense, that was 30 years ago, where ours was a year ago. Right. So it's fresh in our right. memory, but I'm just trying right. to give you some slack. So we still remember it though. We did get those, th those things wrong. Well, uh, no, we got half of that wrong. Okay. <laughs> All right. All right. Go ahead, sir. Let's get on with All the, right. we're going to call this the so loyal littles newlywed game. For each of these, you're going to say what your spouse would answer and what your answer will be. And okay. so that means there's two points per question. Okay. And if a match, there's a point. Okay. So the first question would be, what would be the next vacation dream spot of you and your spouse? Okay, I have a question. Is that okay? Yeah. Is it what would be or what will be the next vacation? It says would. Right. I know would. it says would, but can I it be? I wrote it would, so I'll stick Okay. It was online as wood, so. So this we'll isn't necessarily, like, if we know, actually, this is hilarious. We don't have an official honeymoon planned yet, but right. if we did, I wouldn't answer that if I think it's 
she we'd rather go somewhere else. Well, I mean, it could I didn't be. put that much thought into it. <laughs> well, I want to get these right. <laughs> I don't think you can rule out going on a, to a dream spot for a honeymoon, but okay. you know, it's your answer. It's whatever you wrote down. Okay. Well, I put what you this. you say that Roxy's answer would be? All right. You want me to go first? Yes. All right. Well, I had two, but I'm going to say I'm going to go with Mediterranean cruise because that's what we've been dying to do. That's the one I think she'll say. But because of my work schedule, unfortunately, we don't really have time for that right now. So we were thinking of maybe just doing a quick New Orleans trip because she's never been there. But anyway, that's okay. my answer. Roxy, he predicted you would say Mediterranean cruise. And that... your answer was for yourself. Mediterranean cruise. All right. That's one point off the big star. Now, Roxy, what did you say? Chuck's answer would be. Did you I didn't put a lot of thought into it. I said Mediterranean cruise as well. <laughs> Can I hold it up for the camera? Uh, Chuck, what did you put for yourself? Right there, uh, Mediterranean uh, cruise. A racing past us if we don't get start getting some zeros here. All right. <laughs> All right. Which of you is the most decisive? <laughs> right. Chuck? I said I wrote I can't decide. No. <laughs> no. All right. So I'm gonna what what did you predict Roxy's answer? Was? Well, here's the thing. We're, t we're both terrible. I'm, I'm just saying that right now. But I'm going to yeah. say because... And by the way, this one you got 50-50 chance. Right. So. Well, we're, ter we're both horrible. We're, we're both indecisive. We're both equal. Right. But I'm going to say I squeak out at the very end. I feel like I then usually make the final indecisive decision. <laughs> I'm going to go with that. I'm going to say me. I'm going to say me so, barely. I put me barely. So is that what you predicted Roxy would say? Yes. Yeah. Okay. Yep. All right. And Roxy, who did you say would be the most decisive? Your own answer. Uh, me. <laughs> All right. Wow. All right. Good to know, Roxy. And Roxy, what did you predict Chuck would say? Him. Yeah. All right. All right. Chuck, All right, what did you say? What did you? What was your answer? Oh, I put me for both. So we got yes. that wrong. All right. So you, know, you, get, he, you, get one, you get one point for yeah. that. Chuck is right. We both are very, very oh. indecisive people. It's, it's terrible. It's from, we see all sides and then we it's overwhelming and we can't make a decision. And it's from dinner right down to like, where do you want to go on vacation? It's everything. Right. Everything. What do terrible. we want to watch on TV Oh, yeah. What next? are we watching on TV tonight? Like, it's terrible. Yeah. All right. He came across as rather decisive on that, though. Yeah, he did. Yeah. <laughs> all right. Now, how do you classify? This is sort of gets into four parts here. So how right. do you classify you and your spouse? You're an optimist, a pessimist, or a realist. Okay, so Chuck, what would Roxy say about herself? I'm gonna say optimist. Okay, and what do you say she is? Oh, optimist, for sure. So you, you think she thinks she's an optimist and you think she is actually an optimist? Yes. Okay, let's go to Roxy. You consider yourself to be what? Optimist. Mm -hmm. Okay, and did you predict what you said? Optimist. Wow. Oh, don't worry. Okay. It's going to go bad in a second. Okay. Now, what did you predict Chuck would say about himself? Um, a realist. And what do you think he is? Okay, don't divorce me. I said pessimist. Yeah. Well, I need clarification, but we'll get there. All right. Of course you do. Well, I'm going to be honest. I'm going to tell you. I'm going to be honest what I wrote, but I, I just kind of so need to. Yeah. You consider yourself what? Well, here's the thing. Okay, so what would – if Everyone knows this. I've said this a bazillion times on the podcast. I am right down the middle on everything, 50-50, and it annoys the hell out of people, okay, because I can't go one direction or the other. I find good and bad in everything, mm -hmm. and so what would that be? Is that a realist? I would I say that's... Loquacious. Okay. <laughs> well, that wasn't one of the options, so I did put pessimist. 
So about I, yourself. Okay. Yeah, and I and then I when it said about myself, I said pessimist slash realist question mark because I it said I didn't know what that was in the middle. You can't do a middle. Okay, so I guess I would have to say. No, that means your answer is disqualified for cheating. What? So, Wait. <laughs> okay. Whoa. <laughs> All right. So. You got two points out of that. Okay. I'm sorry. I didn't know. I Like I said, I will definitely say I lean more pessimist. Sure. Right. I would, But don't give me what points for that. What was the most undesirable thing that happened at your almost perfect wedding? We got this. There's no right. doubt in my Chuck, mind we have this. Chuck, what did you say Roxy's answer will be? Oh, come on, Roxy. I don't know if we're going to call it the same thing. I'm going to call it our walk-off music played at the beginning of the ceremony. As soon as Roxy came down the aisle, the person who was dealing with the music didn't hit pause or stop or whatever. And then our, quote, walk-off music, as we were calling it, I think that's what we called it, started playing, right? As Dearly beloved, we are gathered. <laughs> it was just like this loud music. I won't say what it is because it's going to be a surprise, but that's my answer. Yeah. And I think that's what okay. she's going to say. And what's you? what did you consider the most undesirable thing oh. that happened to your almost perfect wedding? If you saw the video, same exact answer. <laughs> I literally like put my full palm over my face and like turned away. And she was like, come here, come here, focus, focus. Don't worry about it. Don't worry about it. Focus, focus. It's going to be okay. It's going to, she calmed me down. She was like, I was like, you've got to be kidding me. I was like, cause it was supposed to be this huge surprise and this funny thing. And it just, it was horrible. All right, Roxy, what was your opinion about the most undesirable thing that happened at your almost perfect wedding? Yeah, I really should have said that. But maybe what? that's a good thing that I didn't say that what? because it means that when I look back on that, I laugh and it's a funny story. So I'm grateful for that. I put my flowers were dead. Oh, <sighs> that's true. That's a good um, one. But yeah. no, I think, Chuck, your answer was way better. No, but yours is good, too. Absolutely. What do you predict he would say? I said COVID. <laughs> what? I don't know. <laughs> oh, that's oh, that's a good answer, too, I guess. I mean, we had to postpone three times, so. Yeah. Overall, I guess that is the right answer. All there's, right. There's no right or wrong. Wow, there. that's I, that was the one I thought for sure, no doubt. I that's know. Funny. That's I all right. Know. I can't believe I didn't think of that. Well, I can't think. I forgot about your flowers. See, yeah. these are things the groom doesn't have to deal with. See. <laughs> now this next one seems easy, and you got a fifty-fifty chance in each one. But my wife and I got zero points on this. Um, <laughs> well, this is another one. Go ahead. <laughs> no, I think this is easy. Is most likely to turn the lights off at night. All right, Chuck, you're. <sighs> What is your prediction as to what Roxy would say? Well, I'd like to see I, this whole predict. I think we're going to say the same thing, of course. At least I hope we are. I'm going to say her, but there's a caveat here. Her because I tell her to. Be because careful. If you caveat it too hard, I'm going to disqualify All right, you. her. I'm going to say her. All right. And who do you say is the most likely to turn the lights off at night? See, I didn't think that through. What's on the paper? Well, I have it. Back and forth. Well, the way he just worded that, I'm going to say me. I'm changing my answer. I'm going last you minute. Can't do that. Why that's not? Fine. I could switch through. Yeah, you can't. That's okay. Yeah. Okay. Because, because he doesn't know your answer. Yeah, I don't know your right, answer yet. True. And the way right. he just worded that made me think, okay, I'm the one that always goes and yeah. Anyway, all right, go ahead. I'm going to say me for that. So, Roxy, who do you say is the most likely to turn the lights off at night? Him, because even if I I do, it's him telling me to. All right. So him. Well, I, I'd like a few seconds to <laughs> explain this. Because if I don't, I'll fall asleep, and then he has to get up and turn him yeah, off Yeah, see, anyway. Bill, so that's what happens. has to remind me. Oh, wait, 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 wait. You're counting it as him when he tells you to turn it off? Oh, yeah. 
Because if he doesn't tell me, I will fall asleep, and then he has to get up and walk around. It's the most annoying thing ever. Know? And yeah, and then otherwise, he's usually the last one out of the living room or the kitchen, and yeah, so him. It's an interesting concept, but okay. Then, <laughs> well, that's why I said I want to explain. All right, and then what did you predict Chuck's answer would be? Him. All right, so you got one point out of that. So okay. Go, going into the last one, you have six points. You need two points here to tie the 30-year-old marriage okay. and three to, to win, and there are four possible points here. Right. Oh, okay. Right. Roxy, we got this. All right. What are two food types you would absolutely want in your garden? Now, Chuck, uh -huh. what two food types do you predict Roxy would say should be in the garden? Oh, see, this was the tough part. I'm going to, this is, I think this is, I'd like to say, side note, I think this is loving because I think she would do this for me. Okay. So one, <laughs> definitely on the list <laughs> would be watermelon. Okay. And this has nothing to do with our most recent, one of our most recent guests. I'm going to say zucchini because zucchini is one of my favorites. <laughs> um, so. All right. That was kind of pandering to the show, big show, but okay. No, really, that's, uh, zucchini, this is the tricky part, because everyone knows I'm a big watermelon fan. That is the one thing Tony and I differ on, actually. I love watermelon. He hates watermelon. And then one of my favorite things is like zucchini, squash, and onions. That's like my favorite thing in the summertime to make. My sister makes it the best, but I'm definitely a lean more towards zucchini. So I used watermelon as one, so I'm going to go with zucchini. All right. Now... What's your answer as to what you would absolutely want in your garden? Your personal answer. Uh, that's the, I'm going both for both. Maybe I did nope. this badly. Yeah, no, that's definitely what I'm going to go. That's what I would want. All right. Uh -huh. Wait, wait, wait. Roxy? Yeah, I'm going to stick with did that. Did you want for your you yourself in your garden? Okay, I don't think I understood the question because I just said veggies and fruit. I was very vague because <laughs> I thought it food types like it yeah, does say anyway. types. I I don't I don't think I understood the assignment well, there, but, so I just said <laughs> veggies and fruit. I did think about writing down pumpkin. Okay. Uh, do you think there is any chance your answer would have been watermelon or zucchini? No, because I wasn't thinking in that yeah. way. Wow, we suck yeah. at this. All right. Yeah. Well, that just sort of drifted off into. I know. <laughs> <laughs> and then for him, I put veggies and herbs. I don't know. Oh, Roxy. <laughs> well, after, after one year, you were 75% of 30 years, so you're off to a great start. Awesome. <laughs> Bill, this is a lot of fun. That was so much fun. Chuck was really nervous. We, we were terrible at it, but uh, it was a lot of fun. Yeah. I, I enjoyed it. All right. Well, Bill, real quick now, I mean, how are you? What's going on in your world? Uh... <laughs> I didn't prepare for my world. Ah. Uh, you know, I go to I go to the office again. We'll have the 30th anniversary. The son who wants to be a comedian is going to move to Brooklyn, so we'll get him closer to home. Oh, nice! And he's still filling up Twitter and doing films, and uh, and the other son is surviving first year as a lawyer. So oh, right. amazing! Well, yeah. tell Brooklyn son if he's ever in Midtown, or we'll we'll have to you know meet him for a drink or something. Yeah. They'll both be in Brooklyn, so. Okay. Yeah, oh, awesome. Well, Summer yeah. of Littles. Hello. Is he a little? Probably not. No, they're, Chris, the youngest, I, it was like two months ago, called me and had listened, and he, would, he had a long drive, and he listened to the podcast that I was on, you know, whatever it was, yeah. of last year. Mm -hmm. Somehow he had found it and decided to listen to the whole thing. <laughs> he thought it was sweet. Oh, Quote, unquote, sweet. Great. 
Well, thanks, Bill, for coming on and being our five mediocre minutes guest this week with a special treat. This was a lot of fun. I mean, this was great that you did this for us. We really appreciate it. Well, it's your one-year anniversary is coming up, so hopefully it's mediocre plus. <laughs> it certainly is. <laughs> Absolutely. We're going to finally get to celebrate. We're very excited about that. Yep. This is going to be great. So thanks again, and we'll, we'll talk to you soon, I'm sure. All right. All right, all you loyal listeners, we'll be right back. Hi, this is Bob Sproul from Pittsburgh, and you're listening to the Loyal Littles podcast on the WTFC Podcast Network, your best bet in podcast entertainment. Welcome back to the Loyal Littles podcast, and thank you, Bill Isaacs. I mean, that was just so much fun, Roxy. I mean, how much fun was that? It was really fun. I mean, we, we learned a lot. <laughs> we, we sucked. I also was reading too much into it, I think, sometimes. Right. You were definitely reading too much into it. And I, to be fair, have had so much in my brain, these, really in this last month especially, that it's just really not functioning the way it normally would. <laughs> There's just so much gunk in there. Well, especially this last week. So cause right. the, the last question was kind of like, oh, yeah. that's what that was? <laughs> we probably yeah. should have confirmed that with him before we started taping. But that was all his idea, Littles. He contacted me about, I don't even know, it was like three weeks ago. And he says, aren't you coming up on your one-year anniversary? And he's like, I have an idea. I'd like to do something with you too. Because I think you had me on your wedding week last year. It was just all his idea. So, so great. So we yeah. really appreciate that, Bill. And uh, looking forward to finally actually meeting you in person. Speaking of meeting you in person, I probably should have started with this at the top of the show. Because now I didn't want to rub it in your face too much. Because I know you were working hard. But... <laughs> yeah. So Roxy was in Connecticut, but Chuck here had the privilege. Now, I've it's been quite the week for me, even though, I mean, I've been working and doing stuff, but I got to meet Bonnie Burko. It was did. amazing. She's, I, I mean, I've heard the stories. We've all heard everything about Bonnie gets it done, Bonnie this, Bonnie that. It's all true, Littles. If you get the opportunity, we're trying to have her come to Jingle Fest. She said she most likely will come. So we're hoping nothing comes up in between. It was just delightful. Uh, Claire kind of set the thing up. And it was just a good time was had by all, for sure. Yeah, now I thought she was coming last week well she that it, she had the wrong date so yes yeah 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 so if she had come last week i would have been able to meet her but that's okay we'll just wait and hopefully at jingle fest yeah absolutely and then also i have to give a quick shout out rich ottinger out of the blue i was yeah. at work he texted me he sent a picture of uh hurley's and he said so is this the place to go last minute work trip brought me here blah 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 so i was like yeah that's the place and he's like you know uh, if you come down i'll buy you a drink and i was like ah, i'm about to start a show but um, thanks anyway. And uh, but I just happened to text him after the show and just said, are you still there? And he wasn't. He's like, but I'll meet you back. So we, I ran down. It was very short lived. Sorry, Rich. It was, you know, obviously had a lot going on, but I wanted to at least head down there and uh, take a quick photo and have a quick beverage with him. And it was great, you know, catching up because he's from the 518 like me growing up. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So that was a lot of fun. And did we mention Dwan? I think we did. On the last yeah. episode that we got to meet Juan Reese as well. She was here in town seeing some shows and she had some work related stuff going on. So this has just been great. It's so much fun actually meeting them. I know we we do the whole quotes meeting the littles, but this has been a lot of fun getting to actually yeah. meet these people in, in person. So that's great. For sure. For All right. Sure. Roxy, let's get back to some of our emails. Obviously, everyone knows the great zucchini. I was really proud of that one because it was such a quick turnaround and such mm -hmm. a generous human being. 
please go to his website, thegreatzucchini.com. If you have children, book him. I know Bobby Gottfried's already on top of that. He already booked him. And it's just, yeah. And like I said, I think, I believe he said he's going to come to Jingle Fest. So that's going to be really exciting. Anyway, we heard from Jamie Armada, who we have not met yet. But it says, the Loyal Littles Pod episode with The Great Zucchini was fascinating. Being from Milwaukee, I've never heard a natural Maryland accent like that in the wild. And it was a delight. Then we heard from Neil from Rockville. So we haven't heard from, we got to get, you know, Neil, five mediocre minutes. Let's go. Let's I, do I it. think we need to do that soon because it's been a while and he was a lot of fun. He says, screw performing at the White House because who's got two thumbs and hired the great zucchini for his daughter's fourth birthday in 2003. Yep. This guy. Oh yeah. I saw more zucchini shows in the 2000s than dead shows in the 90s. Glad to hear the zook is doing well. And then lastly, we heard from Debbie Mittman. She said she has a fun, dumb question. So we're going to do this, Roxy. Well, it's not really a dumb question, but I would like to hear people's answers to this. What is a talent or skill that you wish you had? And she says, and I'll start. I wish I could sing. And to be greedy, I would like to have the amazing voice of Linda Ronstadt. Ah. (laughs) So, Roxy, let's do that one. We're going to add it to our list. Thanks, Debbie. Okay. And you go first. Oh, gosh. There's so many things. Off the top of my head, I wish I could skate because that would be fun. Like ice skate? And roller skate. Any any skate. Any kind of skate. I wish I could. I mean, <laughs> I wish I could swim underwater without holding my nose. Mm-hmm. There's that. Okay. Um, Especially if you're ever going to go on Survivor. Come on. Yeah. I wish I could play piano. That would be cool. Okay. Any of those. No, that's good. That's, that's a lot. All right. So I had mine. <laughs> And then I heard you. Oh, yeah. <laughs> and now you're swaying me. So I'm going to, well, you got to do more than one. So I'm going to do more than My first one was dance. Okay. Because mm. I feel like, look, I call it moveography. I'm a mover at best. I don't even really consider myself a mover because I you're do a think, because <laughs> I do think I could technically then maybe kind of be a triple threat. But yeah, the dancing has always escaped me. I've always said, you know, I'd, when I first started in the business, I'd always go to the singing call. I'd get past that, and they'd be like, oh, do you come back? And I'm like, if you haven't seen what you've seen now, then yeah. yeah. And as a matter of fact, the, the, one of the biggest rules of show business is they say never cast yourself. Mm-hmm. In other words, if you don't think you're right for this, but they're calling you back for it, just go and do your best because you're not casting, okay? Well, that happened to me a couple times with the dance. They're like, can you come back and dance? And I'm like, I'm like okay, sure, sure, sure. So I'd come back and dance, and literally within 15 to 30 seconds, not exaggerating, they'd be like, like oh, oh, you you weren't kidding. And I'm like, no, no, I wasn't kidding. So that was the one. But the other one, when you just said it, play the piano. And yep. I'm kicking myself. This is my biggest regret in life is my mom taught piano. My mom taught every one of my friends because she was like the town <laughs> piano teacher in the small town of Stuyvesant, New York. All my friends took from her, and I just didn't. I couldn't. I just, I thought it was weird. I don't, I don't know why. I mean, I don't know why. I wish you would have forced me, but they never did that to us. They never forced me like yeah, sports, things like that. They never forced us to do anything. I mean, if we took up something, they made sure we practiced. Like when I started playing drums and stuff. Yeah. They, and like finish out the year. The right. Season, sure. Or whatever but they it would was. never, cause I tried it a few times and I just wasn't into it. And I think it was cause it was my mom. It was just, I don't know. Anyway, biggest yeah. regret now because me being a conductor nowadays, most there aren't many just stick baton conducting gigs out there. It's mostly play the piano and bop your head and conduct that way. And or that's how you get to the, the podium to stick baton is by being able to play like an assistant keyboard right. book or something like that. Yeah, because I love to conduct. And yeah, that's that's definitely the biggest one. So going back to the dancing real quick, mm-hmm. I'm really excited for Sunday to see you on the dance floor. Uh, mistake number one. 
Okay. Nope, moving. It's going to be real fun. <laughs> oh, it's going to be fun. Absolutely. <laughs> but yeah, no one else is going to want to see me on the dance floor. So <laughs> anyway, lastly, we heard from Brian Becker, and it's kind of a public service announcement. Brian Becker wrote in, he said, forget the smooth, crunchy debate. A new question for the peanut butter consumers out there is, is your Jif salmonella free? And yep. this is a serious check thing. Those, I, I'm check not, those lot numbers. Not gonna check. I'm not gonna speak lightly of this. The recall affects Jif brand peanut butter products with a lot code numbers one two seven four four two five through two one four zero four two five. Only if the first seven digits end with four two five. The lot numbers are included alongside the best if used by date. So public service announcement. Roxy, mine was in that group. <gasps> yeah. You threw it out, right? Well, not yet. It's sitting on the counter, but it's not. You have to throw it out. Well, I will. It's just, it's not even opened. So like I. Like now, throw it out. So luckily, we talked about the peanut butter that Roxy got me for my birthday. That was one of my birthday Skippy. presents. But that was Skippy. So we didn't have Jeff. So that was good. So I still had my peanut butter. But I was excited because when we were in Nashville, sometimes <laughs> I'll buy some like groceries and stuff like that down there because stuff's a lot cheaper down there, first of all. And that was one of the things I got was a big jar of Jif. Now, not salmon-free peanut butter. So I will be throwing it out. Thank you, Brian Becker, for that information. That's something we should take seriously. Check your peanut butter if it's Jif, and get rid of that if you're in those numbers. So, All right, so real quick, Roxy, before we get out of here, because you've got lots to do up there in Connecticut still before Sunday, I just had to tell this quick. I'm so excited. I got to actually tell this story to Bonnie the other day when we met up. And it's a total TK story, and I finally had my TK moment. First of all, I found another thing that Tony and I have in common, I did not realize we both still don't have our wisdom teeth out. I still have all of my wisdom teeth. Now, I hope I'm not jinxing this because Roxy knows this. I've had some pain in my, I think it's my jaw. I hope it's my jaw and it's not my (laughs) wisdom teeth. But I don't know. I just woke up one day and all of a sudden I started having some pain. But it's, I feel like it's also right around where the wisdom teeth would be. Uh, I don't know. But they're still in there as of the as of this recording. They're still in there. Let's and, get through Sunday and then we'll figure it all out. All right. Yeah, exactly. So and then so Roxy, you don't know the story yet. So I went in between shows on Sunday, I believe. I've been trying to lose some weight. So I was trying to be semi healthy. I went, you know, and it's funny because I hate the salad place. I swore I'd never go back, but I was pressed for time and I was like, you know what? I'm just gonna go get a quick salad. Boom, done. Okay, so I walk in, do my usual chicken Caesar salad. It looks great. They're putting it together. They did it. I go up to pay for it, and I hand her a $20 bill. And she says, I'm sorry, we don't accept cash. What? I kid you not. Yep, kid you not. Now, the, at, Roxy, you don't know this from the big show, but there's a, a, always stories about Tony talking about how it's government-issued money. You yeah. have to take it. And I, apparently they don't. Now, I want to tread lightly with this a little bit because a lot of, I know a lot of places stopped because of COVID. You know, from touching money and handing it Mm -hmm. to people and stuff like that. So Mm -hmm. I want to tread lightly. But my biggest argument was I went back because there were no I looked. There were no signs anywhere. I would think if this was a thing, you would have a sign in the front door of the window and then signs by the cash register signs everywhere. But no, there were no signs because I went to the cash. I looked at them and I had my moment because I was just like, what? It's just like, yeah, we haven't taken cash in like two years, which is why I didn't want to make too big a deal about it because I thought maybe it was COVID related. But yeah. Didn't take cash, so I put the salad on the counter and I walked out. And what? their their faces were like, "What just happened? Like like this had never happened before." So yeah, I had to walk out because Chuck here left his wallet at the theater because I. It's a long story. When I umpire and play ball and stuff like that, I have a little thing that I just keep my cash in, and that's what I had with me. So I didn't have any credit cards. 
So, I, but the funny part was, I think their faces were just like, what just happened? Like, this has never happened before. People have never just walked out on us. And I was like, well, I'm sorry, but there's no signs. And that, you know, when I left, I was walking out down the street and I could see them in the, in the window and the girls looking at the other girl, like what just happened? It was hilarious. <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm kind of glad it happened that way now because it was a good little laugh, but I did, I circled back because I kind of felt bad because I didn't want to waste food and all that stuff, but I circled back and there were no signs anywhere, no signs anywhere saying credit card only, no cash, whatever. So yeah, I finally had one of my Tony moments. So that was fun for me, but yet then I had to go somewhere else to get food. So that sucked. Has that ever happened to you, Roxy? Nope. I always come prepared with everything. <laughs> well, I usually do too, but this was uh, one of those for instances that, yeah, anyway. Yeah. All right. Well, Roxy, I, I know you're excited. I, I One of the best things that happened this week was you said you went over on Monday to see the venue and drop off stuff because they all decorate the for decorations, us. All the place cards, all the numbers, everything. Right. And the place is beautiful. And it's just as big as I remember it. Like I mentioned earlier, the dance floor is huge. And that's so important to me. And I was honestly, it's, it had been a while since I've seen the place. And so I was worried walking in that I was going to realize that I was imagining it bigger than it actually was. No, I was imagining it correctly. It is going to be awesome. And the landscaping, like it's so pretty there. And so far the weather looks good. So Fingers I'm just crossed. really excited. All right. And she sent me these texts and it was just so great. I, that made my day just hearing from her and how excited she was. So I'm really excited about that. I'll get up there uh, tomorrow, hopefully, you know, and then we'll have the fun weekend. Now, my question, did, did you get any free tomato sauce? I did not. I, you know, I was so excited. I forgot to ask. So, um, I was all prepared to ask going in and then I got too excited talking to them that I forgot. But maybe tomorrow oh. we have to go tomorrow. Um, oh, okay. For a quick little meeting about like stuff and maybe tomorrow. I mean, it should be jars on our table at the wedding. I mean, no, I mean, the full disclosure, one of those chefs there, he has his own tomato sauce, kind of like Oz has his own barbecue sauce. Yeah. And that's one of their little perks, plugs, whatever you want to call it, is every time you go visit them, they hand you a free jar of sauce. Well, so that's what made me pick this place. One of the things that made me pick this place was the fact that they know the way to my heart when they gave me a jar of sauce after our first meeting with them to just like check the place out oh, yeah. and see if it was going to be a match for us. And in no way I'm were sorry, we committing. They were like, oh, here's a jar of sauce. I said, okay, <laughs> done. I'm, I'm in. We're right. doing it here. Right. So and then since then we went back one other time and they're like, oh, and we were saying, oh, how good the sauce was. And they're like, oh, yeah. here. And they were oh, here, take more. When we went to like <laughs> finalize things and like finally. Yep. Yeah. And she yep. handed us like four more jars. It was great. So yep. we actually awesome. have pictures out front with the sauce. Yep. <laughs> so anyway. All right. Well, I'm going to I'm coming to you. I, I'll get there soon. I can't wait to see you again and redo this whole thing. I know. We're getting married it's again. Be fun. How is that? Great, but let's not do it again. <laughs> this is it. This is it. This is it. I'm done after this. <laughs> She's done. Put a fork in her. So, <laughs> all right, Roxy, real quick, tell everyone how they can get in touch with us. You can go to our website, loyallittlespod.com, for all your podcasting needs. Absolutely. And emails, Twitter, everything's all connected there. Yep. Very excited about that. We're so excited to see so many friends and family and just it's going to be a great time. We're really excited. And thank you all the littles for your kind notes and support and all that stuff. We really appreciate that. And thank you, Bill Isaacson, again, for setting that whole thing up and doing a little newlywed game with us. That was a lot of fun. We really appreciate that. And thank you, Sean Morrissey and Bob Sproul for our bumpers this week. Bob Sproul, who we're hopefully going to get to meet in person ne next week. 
coming to see the Music Man here in New York City. So we're hopefully yeah. going to have a little quick gathering with him. So that should be fun. And Roxy, of course, don't forget, for all your stick grip needs, go to stickgrip.com and... And for all your fog-free eyewear needs, go to fogfreeeyewear.com and... Use the code, people. LLPOD. Use it. Bye. I'm impressed. Yeah. <laughs> married about a year and you've learned the word permission. podcast is produced by the WTFC Podcast Network and edited by Louis B. Crocco. And the Loyal Littles podcast logo is designed and drawn by Eric Lonergan. Oh, yeah.